Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Hypecast. Hype. The show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bell. And there's a but, third person. Is that? Is that? Do I introduce myself on the show? Sorry, I, yes. I didn't know you guys no, were running such right. an operation. Woo. No, you I've don't been, have I, to. Man, I think I. I've been on the Hypecast more than any anyone else, I think. I think Maybe. so. Well, yeah. not counting me Maybe. and Tom. Yeah. I think it's, which is pretty cool. Uh, and this is Abe Epperson. That's the voice you're, you're hearing right now. It's he the thinks coolest. that's pretty cool. Uh, Abe. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me. Thanks I, for being on. Course. I'm a big fan. Big hype coming from. We're, we're, we're yeah, fans. Big Papa yeah. Hype, as, as he's known. Big Papa Hype. <laughs> Mm, that's that's where I that's that's who I am. That's what you call <laughs> that's me. That's that's who I am. That's what Please you're gonna get. Refer to me as Big Papa Hype. Yeah, Abe. I started listening to, and I haven't. I've only gotten like 20 minutes into you guys covering adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I without spoiling, without like you don't have to spoil it, but mm-hmm. I get the sense that you're like you got something in the barrel. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm biding my time. Again, I haven't yeah. get it, Yes, I haven't gotten to that point, but it just seems like you got something in the barrel. You'll have to uh, see. You know. Yeah, it seems yeah, yeah. like you're plotting something. Yeah. Heroes are often made in Act Three. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, how you doing? Welcome. Hi. 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 Yeah. Hi. Yeah, Abe, I'm good. I finished. I finished the dick. Oh, in Minecraft, you're talking mm-hmm. about my. <laughs> that very the, the phrase going to be cut. interpreted in a number of ways. Yeah. Yeah. So. You I'm just kind of, you did so you skin the dick. You put the dick skin mm-hmm. on the dick. Got to flay that, that is, dick. That is, let, dear reader, let me tell you, <laughs> that's a lot of work. Dave's been putting in the time. <laughs> uh, I just well, it's a copper dick. It's uh, so it's hard to mine copper. That's all. Mm-hmm. You have to smelt the copper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a whole. No, part it's of been the it's been months. Um, but I just I wanted you to let feel, you know. Let me ask you because you've made like eight dicks now. 
So every time uh, we make in Minecraft, every time we make a new Minecraft world, group of friends that involves Dave and I, Dave makes a dick in the sky, uh, and it's usually bigger or more more robust, different sizes. You know, it's all. Mm-hmm. But um, I want to know from you, Dave, is it satisfying every time? Did you when you completed the dick this time? Did it give you just as much joy? As the first dick you penned in our worlds? Absolutely. That's great. Man. That's what that, I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. Well, yeah. Um, it, it, I, I've had dicks in the past that I did not feel satisfied with. Really? The okay. ice dick, for example, was a lot of work. And then when we completed it, it was like, oh, it doesn't even look that good. Um, um, yeah. You know, like uh, sometimes a dick isn't worth it. Um, but in this case, it was. Well... Wise Dave always chiming in mm-hmm. with the sound. This bites. isn't about my dick, though. How's, how's mm-hmm. you, it's about the world. How's my dick. dicks? How's, my dick? how's you guys' dicks? You know, you know, chilling out. Yeah, yeah just uh, kind of, just kind of chill, just kind of yeah, resting, just, just hanging yeah. in there. Um, mm-hmm. Let's start the show. <laughs> let's start the show. Hi. Yeah. Listen, we got producers to thank. Um, sure do. Uh, there's one new producer, but they haven't replied to me yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so reply to me, new producer. I asked you what name. We'll get you next time. But for now, big thanks to at Nerd Numbers, um, which is, I think, also a new producer. Uh, Who can uh, say? So thank you. I don't know. Thank you to Mike the Lurker and Lover. Went ahead and changed that. Thank you to DJ Finney. Uh, thank you to the Indignant Eel. Thank you to Look Ma. I'm on a podcast. Thank you to Children Love the Meat Millie. Thank you to Grumblebee. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you to Del Griffith, the Shower Curtain Fella. Thank you to Lef. Thank you to Seismic Charge Noise. (laughs) Thank you to Deborah is Awesome, Barbara is Great, and Cancer Can Go to Hell. Yeah! Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Jones. Thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Mm. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Mm. Thank you. Let me swoop in here. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you Thank to Breezy Ruizy. Thank you to Davy Francis for the revenge. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to MVB. Thanks. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Thank you. Thank you to Brian who Tom knows. Thank, Thank you to you. Bob Grenville. Thank, Thank you to you. Steven. Thank you. Thank you to Down Home Chicken. Thank you to Han Toomey, the Confused Cyborg. Thank you. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you. Thank you to Happy Ed 209. Thank you. Thank you to Tom and Dave for good writers. Follow them at Collider and some more news. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger Drawers Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling upon my head. Thank you. And thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Ah, you you beautiful sons of bitches. Yeah. Let's, uh, Let's get right into this Spider Man No Way Home. New trailer. Everybody was so pumped. There was going to be multiple Spider-Mans, and then there wasn't. <laughs> they had. I mean, we were part of it, but there was like a whole fan event, like debuting the trailer. Can you imagine they had people waiting in line. going to a theater and waiting in line to watch a two and a half minute trailer that's mostly shit you've already seen? Yeah. God, I love these movies. Watch it. You can just watch it at home. <laughs> yeah, you just watch it at home. Um. What do you guys think about this? I, I, I feel like I, 
I, I've already stated I'm excited for this, despite all reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you? What do you guys? I, what? Do you, what? Do you, hey. 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 I what's mean, your thoughts on this? Uh, you know, I don't have many thoughts on the trailer. It's a fine trailer. It's mm-hmm, what we sure. come to expect. Yeah. It's McDonald's, the burger, the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Movie. Oh man, it's yeah, Marvel, it is baby. just it's McDonald's. It's all McDonald's. Yeah, it's just it's just you know you know what you're you're gonna get. Um, yeah, I here's my thoughts is in the Marvel universe this mm-hmm. movie, and to a greater extent, it looks like now that we know kind of what the bag of tricks are because there's been publicity, photos, <laughs> Twitter's been all a Twitter about. Mm-hmm. who's in the movie and you know you know screen grabs and whatnot there was like i don't know if it was a leak or if they released photos or something like a week or two ago yeah but it seems like this movie and the what's the dr strange one the, the multiverse of madness there you go it's the pivot movies right these are the movies where they pivot from the previous old dead ass generation of old <laughs> dead ass actors <laughs> dead and, sacks of dead yeah, yeah. <laughs> bringing in the new hotnesses uh and of, of course it makes sense that spider-man is the one to you know usher that in he's the young kid on the block but he still gets ushered in because he was in oh he was in the uh civil war and whatnot yeah i think uh, they go for like overlapping right that's right. what they like to do is like we bring in the new stuff but we have to sort of like use this overlap Right. And so I sees this and I says, I says that it's like, okay, there's not that many bag of tricks that I'm not aware of. And this trailer didn't give me, I kind of know what this movie is already Mm -hmm. just based on like, okay, here are the villains. These are the scenes. That means multiverse of madness is going to be off the chain, right? Or they screwed this up. Well, I would say what, what it really feels like. What this and Multiverse of Madness is serving is basically just a wild card that the writers get to play mm-hmm. to do whatever the fuck they want, right? Sure. That like yeah. I, I'm imagining at some point a vortex will open and Patrick Stewart will walk through uh oh, as, yeah. as and tell us Professor about, X. Tell us about the yeah. Star Trek initiative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, like I, I, I'm imagining this is gonna be their way to basically work in whatever canon they want for the next phase to get yeah. fans excited. Um, and that's why I hate that it's working for me, that seeing uh, rubber-faced Alfred Molina, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I'm not excited for any of the amazing Spider-Man villains, because why would why would yeah. I be? Uh, I wasn't excited the first time about yeah, exactly. the sand yeah. guy. Uh, well, that's Spider-Man 3. Yeah. And yet, the, no, I'm not excited the, the for sand I Thomas Aiden Church crying in like a grain silo. I really need a scene where he's like crying about. I don't even remember what he's crying about in those movies. He was crying. He was crying about his his sick daughter. His sick daughter. There you go. Just like sound really personal plot device. (laughs) They just pick one specific villain and they're just like, let's get real personal with this one. Let's make. They don't have time. They have no time to do any of that. It's just gonna be like, oh the. The, the portal opens and then there's these things come out and then uh, that is what it's going to be all, and it's, then they close they beat them and then they're like ah bye <laughs> yeah no no that I think that's Electro. what the, what fans are going to be pissed at is that right. I, I bet most of this stuff except for Doc Ock 
most of this stuff I feel like is going to be introduced in the last act. Yeah. It seems like they're setting up Sinister Six too, right? And yeah. the idea, because what it feels like to me is that the main conflict is actually between Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And then it actually feels like they team up with Doc Ock. Like what I'm, it's what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm guessing is some event will happen that it will introduce Doc Ock early. He'll be there for most of the movie. Uh, and it's the idea of we just want to live. Mm-hmm. Um, they have that weird idea of they're all dead in the in their universes, even though some of the characters w- didn't Ex- die. specifically that weren't. actually yeah. be good. That actually because yeah. then you get uh, you know who's the villain then is uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, because then he's like, no, you need to pick a you need to pick a universe, kid. And he's like, right. I don't want to pick a universe. They all deserve to live. Nah, that's not how this goes. You know. Yes, it and what probably with the Loki shit and all that. Mm-hmm. And what what's probably going to happen, and this is how they make it not interesting again, is that ultimately Doctor Strange won't be the villain. They, yeah, they're setting him up as like the Tony Stark, right? Right. In Civil War. But then in Civil War, they introduce, oh, this is the actual villain. Like, instead of actually creating a complicated situation between two protagonists, they'll probably just give them a common en- enemy. I'm guessing that's the Green Goblin. Um, I'm guessing they'll be yeah. one of these. Like that, they're like, look, we're not setting up. We're not going to include them in Sinister I Six. I hope it's we're just, none of them, but yeah. it should be because we don't need yeah. more characters. Yeah, but I'm guessing that's what it will be, and then I'm guessing they'll just do Doc Ock again, doing like a self-sacrifice or whatever to like close whatever bullshit at the end, but it's not quite closed, or maybe the oh, there's other people in the universe or. I'm, he, I'm 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 also imagining like maybe Toby Maguire or one of them sacrificing themselves. I think they're actually going to kill some of these people because I'm guessing they're not going to Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm that guessing Toby Maguire isn't going to be involved in more movies. No. I, there's there's a really really funny shot in this trailer that's been gifed a bunch already so you may have already seen it. Uh, but I, I, I wish with all of my heart that it would remain in the finished film, even though I know it won't. It's in that yeah. last uh, one, one of the, like that money shot toward the end where it's like big sand boy uh, mm-hmm. and Electro uh, and and lizard like jumping towards towards old Webhead mm-hmm. and, and Spidey's coming at them. Uh, and it's like all slow motion and cool and shit. Mm-hmm. If you watch. Uh, oh, it, lizard down at the bottom of the screen. If you watch him he very clearly gets punched in the face. <laughs> like his head snaps all the way around like it collided with some, somebody, but oh, there's nothing no. there. So, I, so what it, what it almost have... certainly means is that they've Ooh. removed one of the other Spider-Men from the trailer to preserve the yes. surprise. But yes. I really yeah. want that shot to just be in the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's yeah, just, just he nailing his, his face on some air. fucking intangible shit. Yeah. yeah I want... Great. I want Lizard to be in this and to nobody acknowledge him. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> just basically what it looks him. like. Yeah. He even at one point goes like, and they're just like, don't talk to him. Don't look at yeah. the guys. Just fucking look maybe, maybe, he'll, maybe he'll think we can't see him. God damn. This, how, did he get the, how did he get on the memo? How did he get yeah. on the listserv? It's the one guy you forget is in the group text. Yeah, like, shit. Ah, shit. Now he's going to show up. God he's damn gonna it. He's going to be invited. God damn it. The Lizard. What a piece this, of shit. This movie for me, it's like a lottery ticket or it's like, it's like you ever see the, like you see on Twitter, like Buzzfeed puts out like X best moments from the X files. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I know I shouldn't click on that, Mm -hmm. but here I go clicking on it. 
Um, it's like that for me where it's like I'm basically just scratching the scratch ticket hoping that Daredevil shows up. Yes. And they'll probably give me like a, a scene. Like I'm guessing yes. he has a scene. Yes. Uh, it's perfect. It's yeah. perfect. That's yeah, what it is. It's like, ooh, maybe the thing you want to happen is gonna be in this and I'm like, ooh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm what I'm most hyped for is um when they do the three man Spider Man meme where they're all pointing at each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you know that that's going to be so much like the hello fellow kids kind of shit. It's going to be, they're going to fuck it up because they always do. It's going to be like, did you guys see Free Guy? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like all of that movie. Right. Well, I mean, they they literally do the three Spider-Men pointing at each other in the end of Spider-Verse. So it's like they've already done it. They're going to do it again and they're, oh, it's going to be awesome because then I'm going to be like, yes. Yes, right into my veins. I hope this is what it is the, now. These are movies. <laughs> I hope they bring in the other Mary Janes and they all fall to their deaths. Yeah, yep. right. Yeah, because Good they're Lord. doing that. They're hinting that, like, ooh, she's gonna. That's the thing she does. She falls mm. to her death. Well, and you I know mean, she's not gonna. I mean, she only one of them died, and it wasn't Mary Jane. Like every single movie, his love interest falls from a great height because he's Spider Man, and he has to swoop in and save him. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So like that, that, like, that shot is in every Spider Man movie. It's only right. it's only wound up in a death one time. And but yeah, the cowards. Right. They, and there's a, been iter- three iterations of Spider Man now. Not not a single hero amongst the writing crews of any of those. That you know, Mary Jane's falling. Spider Man's catching up, catching up, catches her, and then they like kiss or whatever. What should really happen is that he just slowly, slowly churns her with a with spider web and cocoons her that's what yeah. it should be yeah that's a big terrifying no cocoon. one has ever yeah. taken that pre- leap and i'll you know what i'll take marvel call me up yeah you get ideas like marvel that. Call money me. on the table mm-hmm. churn her churn her into a cocoon yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh what's whatever. up danger uh no i just i want like a bunch of vortexes to open and just it starts raining Mary Janes. Yep. And they're just <laughs> they're just all slamming Screaming the ground. Into it's existence. just their only fate. Yep. God damn. Yeah, they could really <laughs> go anywhere they want, but they're gonna do the the milk toast stuff, which is fine. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a blank check. Whatever. They're, what they're gonna do that that's the thing is that they're gonna do the they're gonna use the weirdness to get away with plot holes and working in whatever they want it's a blank check they aren't going to use the weirdness to be genuinely that weird like i'm sure it'll be really cool visually like dr strange was like that shit was beautiful that was really cool but like i mean again that's uh, that's what they're aiming for they're not trying to be rick and morty with this like why would yeah yeah why would they uh it's not like it's not a complaint it's just that's what it is you know um, do we yeah. have any more thoughts on Spider-Man No Way Home? Moving on. Nope. Moving on. All right. Well, the next trailer is for Don't Look Up. This is a Netflix. <laughs> this is um, uh, McKay, right? This is um, yeah. This is Adam McKay's next uh, movie. The idea is there's a meteor that's going to hit the world. Uh, these scientists let people know, and everybody is comically. I would I would say unrealistically, yeah. uh, uh, okay with it, and like it 
it really feels like the goth kid at the party, like thinking yeah. how, how stupid uh, yeah. the world right. is. Right? It's it's, you know? it's it's two hours of somebody calling us sheeple. I feel like. Yeah, it's idiocracy. Another movie that I liked, but then when you go look back on it, it's like, mm, it's got like a weird little eugenics-y thing to it. There's whenever there's like that angle, which is like everybody's stupid, but me. Uh, whether it's a stand-up comedian or like yeah, a movie, it usually dates itself pretty fast. Yeah. I feel like at least idiocracy. That's like from Jump. That's like the given, and they don't like. The jokes are always look at how stupid they are, but it's not like look at how horrifying. Right. Like this movie seems like, and this is why I'm really worried about it. Cause Adam McKay does the satire thing. Like he's been twice now shown. Yeah, we like this. And I think it's, I don't know. I don't like it because it's like the, sh- the show don't tell thing. He just does constant telling. And so I'm not a big fan of that. And this just seems like, yeah, it's a satire. Yeah, it's like a like a South Park episode or something like that. But they're going to cash in time and time again because it's serious and the, it's just the way that like McKay does it. They just always chime, they always make sure it's going to be like, "Oh, isn't that horrifying?" And I'm like, "I can only watch that scene like twice or three times right. before and I'm you know, bored they, of it." They want it to be like this is this is true. You know, this is how, like, it's, it's right. the thing where it's, That's it's the, the argument that you have with an imagined person in your head, yeah. you know, it's just very straw man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I say the left does it a lot. There was that news about what's her name from Mandalorian. She's going to be in like a oh, movie a Hunter about Joe Biden. Biden. Yeah. Hunter, Hunter Biden, Biden movie. Yeah. And people are outraged about that. I'm like, why do you we care? do it all the yeah, time. Why do you we care? do it. Yeah. Yeah. On the left, the left does it all the time with W and 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 um yeah. well i guess this uh american dreams i always think about that movie because that movie is so dated it's very funny um and it's always dated because it's like the most cynical thing they can think of turns out to not be cynical enough sometimes i don't know right yeah that's what i'm like how does this movie end that's the only reason i'm gonna go see it yeah, i want to know what uh, is if, it just if, gonna are they gonna just pull the like they hit and everyone dies yeah here's what I will say is I really enjoy uh, Adam McKay's films. I really do. Like, when I watch them in the moment, they I always enjoy them. I haven't seen Vice. But it's this overall idea. I just... It's, it's like... It's anti-Sorkin to me. Like, Sorkin is pandering in the most optimistic way of America. And this is pandering in the most cynical view about America. Like, the part where she's on the news and the news is like... <laughs> And like not caring it's like what what the fuck is this like what mm-hmm. what and, news show is like and we this? see in a what later you... shot that uh kate blanchett and leonardo DiCaprio are in a hotel room and she's like not wearing m- many clothes so mm-hmm. like there's going to be this weird big lebowski-esque like movement into the crazy down the rabbit hole so to speak right you know uh i don't know it seems like it's occupying it's occupied with just making an entertaining thing, which is, you know, fine. I mean, it's going to be like the big short. It's yeah, that's what I think it's going to be. I would say the big short was educational. I think this stuff just feels like screaming into a void. It's like the people who watch it aren't going to, 
be changed by it. It's yeah. just people who are already frustrated by mm-hmm. like anti-science, right? In America. And so it's that's that's kind of why I don't understand it. Like the the the, the satire is so heavy-handed and obvious. It's like, who is this for? Right. Yeah. It it it's it propaganda. just feels like it's blowing off steam. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. It's like we really got their goat. Yep. Right. We sure showed those climate change deniers. It's yeah. Like they're, they're gonna hate us more now. Yeah. It's. I just. And don't, that gives me great pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like I don't think this works for changing anybody's mind. It's just to laugh at those well, and, people. And not even, not even in a mind-changing way. It's just like as a piece of satire. I don't understand the purpose of this movie. Like. Right. Because again, who is it for? You're preaching to the choir with this movie, and you're doing it in the in the mo- in the loudest, most obvious way, representing climate change with a meteor that's going to blow up the entire planet. So yep. the, I just don't like who the like I I, just, I don't know <laughs> this this it's, this it's movie just, this trailer very, baffles me. It's a very like blunt instrument. You yeah, know? like there's nothing clever here. It's not. Yeah, it's not something where you watch it and then you go, oh, this was like. <laughs> A movie that I think will make a lot of people roll their eyes is like fucking Darren Aronofsky's Mother, which also has um, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence in it, which is someone as someone like myself who had no idea what the Bible uh, says. I, it, I didn't pick up on it right away, but it was like, oh, I see what you're saying here. Um, like I had to figure that out later. That's at least presenting something in a way that's like we're going to, you know, it's it's all symbolic, which Again, that movie, I liked that movie. I understand if other people, because I think that one really slathers it on thick too. Um, and again, the uh, the ideas like with stuff like that, it's like I don't feel like anything was accomplished except that I'm frustrated. Yeah, like the characters you're presenting just frustrate me. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, it doesn't. It feels like everything's a caricature where it's like. You know, it feels like that very, like, again, that liberal thing of, like, oh, yeah, 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 if there was a comic coming, they'd deny that, too, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, maybe, but I don't need to see that in a movie. Right. I don't know. And I... It seems doubtful. (laughs) Right, right. Let's not just push aside the idea, like... If you were told, oh, yeah, now we verified it. All these science nerds have told us there's a comet hitting. I think you'd be well, I'm sure uh, there would be people who are like, I think they're lying because they want, you know, like the QAnon or whatever. But like the 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 premise of the satire is so ridiculous. Yeah, I feel yeah, well, no, no here, one in okay. the police, not, not even the people that we hate that are in, you know, Congress are here's like what I'll here's what I'll say about that insane. And this is why I don't like to say stuff like make those predictions is if you go back and watch Idiocracy, <clears throat> the problem in Idiocracy right. is that they don't have enough water and their solution is to actually listen to the smartest person mm-hmm. uh, who gives them suggestions. And that was unrealistic. Like we've now learned, no, nope. it's true. <laughs> That's not life. We, is we won't even do that. Often um, stranger so. than fiction, but this just feels like a posit that is like when you're confronted with the end of days, and it's verifiable. I don't know. It just feels a little too much. 
because then yeah. it's just over and then it's just over. So again, it just goes back to, I'm not sure what the point of this is. Right. What Tom is saying. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. who it's for. I, I, again, I, I like everything I've seen of Adam McKay. So like, the, like it's more, it's again, it's like W where it's like, yeah, I like Oliver Stone, but that film felt like it was just for nobody. Cause it's it was fun. just blowing off steam. And he's a comedian in his heart, so it's going to have funny sequences, and the cast is yeah. going to be off the chain. The cast so, looks great. You know, it'll be a thing to watch. Yeah. Uh, one Friday, many Fridays from now, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's that's a thing. Yeah. And you'll yeah, watch yeah, yeah, yeah. it, and then you'll forget it, and then our lives <laughs> will move on. Right, and and to be fair, for all we know, there is a message in this that's more complicated more nuanced yeah for more all we we're, we're res- responding to a trailer maybe we'll, yeah adam mckay this will be his masterpiece and he'll blow all of our socks off i just yeah, did, exactly. i don't know i don't see it he might yeah he might yeah it's it's more about how the, yeah this is being advertised um you guys want to talk about the outfit yeah hell yeah i do oh man perfect name perfect mark, name mark rylance being it, mark rylance is shit just a yeah, soft-spoken dude. old man just wants to just, make his clothes, and oh then the mafia God. comes in. Like mm. Ready Player his, One, he crafts yeah. all this shit. Hell he yeah. wants to make his outfits, Tom. I know, outfits. Dave. It's a perfect title. I know. It's this is for people who haven't seen it. It's a yeah, a guy who makes suits for a lot of like mob people, and then I guess a mobster shows up. I assume because he just has nowhere to, to go in the moment. And he basically holds him and his daughter hostage and is like, mm-hmm. I have like a magic gun or something mm-hmm. and everybody wants this. I assume it was a gun used in a crime. Uh, yeah. And so he basically just like, like, is like, you're going to help me. And so this, this sweet old man basically has to start like dealing with this tense mob situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Yeah. It looks, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks es- good. shit escalates, but yeah. Shit oh, escalates, yeah. and I th- feel like that's... Okay, so this is like a weird Tetris thing that my brain did when I watched this, is that all trailers, given... So given, trailers these days, more often mm-hmm. than not, give you almost the entire plot. Yeah, right. and this is no different. And this is no different, except you'll notice that, like you say, and then that happened, and like you, what... You described as all the other like outfits or whatever the other you know gangs whatnot are like positioned and posited to thwart each other slash the outfit which is the what the trailer has declared like the group uh, like the amnesty I guess like the <clears throat> conglomerate of uh, you know mafias that are it's all agree. Yeah, it's the outfit. It's like, uh, yeah, hey, you just watch the, the outfit. But um, you only described up to Act Two because you said, "Here's this guy. Here's his circumstance." And right. then I guess we get out of it. There's. It feels like with movies these days, and this might just be me. I'm probably wrong about this, but my Spidey uh, sense was tingling. Of mm-hmm. like, I think that this movie is. This trailer leaves out a huge gap in uh, at, like what the Act Three would be. Mm-hmm. And that makes me think that, that we're in a Kaiser Sose situation. And Ooh, I'm eager like to he's... see if he actually is, like, running things behind. 
the Ooh, everything like and so that they do this thing and they reverse oh he wasn't just a nice man he's just you know gus fringing it or whatnot yeah i can see the idea or maybe like a more of a a breaking bad situation where he becomes yeah. he like embraces it or like his past is dark and he didn't tell his daughter yeah something like you that. know something like that something is missing in the trailer with that which yeah. is just uh it's I don't know if I'm right about this, but if I am right about this, um, that's a sad state of trailers is I guess my point. <laughs> really? That you can, I don't know, you can retroactively just like deduce these things based off how trailers oh, typically yeah. go. I, I feel like it's so blaring in this one. I go back and forth. Like if I made trailers and I listened to our podcast, I feel like we'd greatly frustrate them because yeah. up ahead is another trailer that we'll get to that tells the entire story of the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, beautiful, perfect. Well, like, uh, it, it's, it's just like, it depends on the movie. A lot of these, like, this is one of those movies where I kind of do need to know at least the first half in the trailer. Uh, so, so I can want to watch it. Um, but you're right, Abe, is I do get a sense that something, they're hiding something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all I was going to say is, you know, part of the intent of a trailer is to convince theaters to pick up the movie. So that's one reason why they give away so much. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Because yeah, yeah. It's not like they want to. You know, it's not like yeah. the directors, most directors, I've, you know, we've seen it a bunch of times being like, man, I wish that wasn't the trailer they made. Yeah. Uh, yeah they're made by <laughs> marketing companies. They're not made by... Yeah, we kind of yeah we're putting the cart in front of the horse a little bit because now it, trailers have to compete with other trailers. They don't have to compete with other movies, and so when the most spectacular trailers started coming out, you had this feeling of going to the theater and saying like, "God, I want to watch that thing." Why? Because it looks so awesome. Yeah. For X Y Z reasons, um, and since the the bars kind of been set with like. Yeah, you you hold one or two things back, but for the most part, show all the glory of it. Um, that means that uh, I don't know. It's tough to make something that's as like a. This isn't lower budget, but something that is more you know. I don't know. Weirder. Seems blandly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's would, weirder, but it's like it's just people in rooms talking. You know. Yeah, I would argue this is also a problem that's existed forever because if you ever go back and watch like there's obviously like the trailer for alien or the shining there's these ones that's like holy shit that's amazing Mm -hmm. um and like you wonder why hasn't more trailers done that and they really should but then you watch the other trailers during that era and you're like wow (laughs) yeah these are terrible yeah Yeah. they're real bad i would yeah i would say trailers are getting better no they're uh they were refining the art of like getting yeah. people excited that's uh, something to look at and go like there's an art of the trailer i'm no no doubt no doubt yeah, yeah. for sure uh i still want to see this movie it looks good oh yeah it the movie is good. I, I fuck with mark rylance pretty hard so yeah oh, yeah absolutely. he's he's uh he's real good he's great um yeah, yeah. it's the writer of it's the imitation cool game which I, I i i only saw that once i enjoyed the imitation game um mm-hmm Sure. Yeah. Or, oh, um, yeah, it is. Sorry, uh-huh. it is yeah, the writer. Is. The director is also the writer of the imitation game. I also like the era, you know? I like the clothes of the era. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the, give me, the give the me some old-timey dudes mm-hmm. making some old-timey outfits, but it's also, yeah. like, it's also talking about, like, the crime outfit. Right, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's perfect. It's, like, poetry. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> 
okay. You guys want to talk about Encounter? Yeah. yeah. This is um. It's a uh, Riz Ahmed in an alien invasion movie with Octavia Spencer. Yeah, uh, and that's that's fantastic. Sure. Although I will say I got bug vibes from this in that I think we're gonna have the question: Are there actually aliens? Oh, and yes. there's also a uh, literally there's a scene where he where bugs appear to be crawling beneath his skin. Yeah. 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 Is this a soldier with PTSD? kidnapping his family that's certainly what the world is treating him like yeah like, yes. it's clearly yeah. the idea in the trailer give me sh- or what is it give me shelter you know is another one we're gonna g- yeah because the nature of the heart of the movie is uh father and his two sons going on a road trip essentially uh they're obviously gonna have a falling out where they like a dad i don't believe you and that is going to be motivated by what looks to be like uh, Octavia Spencer's character just the idea of the police they're probably going to see on like a TV at some point like he's delusional and here's why um, because he, you know it looked like they were doing some light PTSD stuff because it seems like he used to be a soldier um, so there's a lot going on in this trailer mm-hmm. uh, it's one of the writers of The Ritual so oh, that's cool, cool. I'm yeah. into that uh yeah i uh i i really this is one where it's like the trailer isn't designed like a sci-fi that's that was the red flag like it's Mm -hmm. designed like a drama almost Mm -hmm. the trailer itself Mm -hmm. so that's to me seems to think like this isn't gonna be like they're pushing that invasion of the body snatchers angle and i have the suspicion that people are gonna go in expecting that and then be really bummed out when they get like an emotional drama uh, about this guy yeah. and his sons, you know? Yeah. Um, like, I almost feel like all of the alien stuff is just in the trailer. Um, right. It is being labeled as a sci-fi thriller, so I could be completely wrong there. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. It's I mean, another one of them. They're Amazon films, so. It's already yeah. got sci-fi elements. You know, he's probably going to have, at the least, it looks like there's going to be visions of UFOs and stuff, but how this all shakes out, you know what i hope he gets all the aliens i hope yeah yeah the best case scenario him and his kids join the aliens fly up into space and maybe that's cool it'd be nice to see riz ahmed get a win against some aliens because he didn't do so well in venom yeah Yeah. that's true that's true (laughs) yeah it'd be nice yeah or nightcrawler yeah that's true (laughs) against the aliens and nightcrawler (laughs) The, yeah, the alien Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake alien Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I think he's an alien. We can say safely say Jake Gyllenhaal is an Seen, alien in that he's movie. He's on yeah. the list of celebrities I think might be aliens. That's yeah, true. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. But yeah, I, overall, I'm fucking down. I'm down sure. for whatever yeah. this serves up. It looks like a good setup for a movie. looks like good acting. looks like good, you know, cinematic Yeah, work. I don't have to leave my house to watch it. It's going to be on Prime. Right. Also, you you brought up Gimme Shelter. That's what that's called, right? I believe it is, but I also is had the, a second guess. And I brought the up Michael Bug. Shannon are those, one. Are those, those both Michael Shannon, or am I am I losing e- my mind? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So is Michael Shannon just, do we cast him as guy who might be right about something? <laughs> He's got that vibe. He does. Uh, like, let's yeah, take shelter. Me, Sorry, there's, the, there's, the, there's, it's called Alien Shelter. shelter. Take shelter. Fucking yeah. bugs! <laughs> like guy who can 
convince you he should do a movie where he plays a cult leader. Oh like yeah, he, uh, he's got the charisma for it, a- but he's he's also terrifying in a way that I don't think would be conducive to the beginning parts of forming a cult. Where it's right, just like, doesn't have that man, charisma. it's just vibes, right? It's just vibes, <laughs> and we're all having a good time. That I don't think Michael <laughs> Shannon can pull off. He does not have those vibes. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, well, the next trailer uh, is for Turning Red. Mm. This is Pixar doing, I assume, a puberty allegory, just because of the nature Pretty of the trailer. Obvious, yeah. It's a it's a young girl who's doing Salt great, teens. and then mm-hmm. suddenly she hits a certain age and she turns into a panda when she feels emotions. Big old red panda. Yeah, this one felt like, like I'm sure this is good. It's Pixar, but it really felt like writers' room where someone was like, Psh, "I don't know, man." Well, it's just the Hulk. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's, yeah. like, it's a very obvious. Yeah, it's just the Hulk. It's very, very obvious, and that's fine. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it lacks the cerebral aspect that I think we've come to expect with Pixar films. Like, what was their last installment? Soul, 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 uh, and Luca, and both of those. W- like even they which are i'm not saying they're at the bottom of the barrel or anything like that like it seems like a necessary part of even the more recent years of pixar that they've wanted to stick true to this like high concept this doesn't really have a high concept that we're unfamiliar with like it's almost every superhero thing but it's not like toys can't toys can talk it's not like there's always like a secret world of something and granted it has all that it checks the boxes because they like reveal in the trailer oh yeah your family this is a trait in our family because it's you know has like you know you're you (laughs) are a a superhero it's a real teen wolf moment well here's the thing like this like the scene where his stupid ass wolf dad is like you got the change but it doesn't feel like enough of a high concept right but or maybe it's like a movie like Hereditary, where it's not about puberty, it's about uh, mental illness or something like that. I like, hope it ends like Hereditary. Yeah, I hope it ends exactly like Hereditary. Uh, but you know what I'm saying is that maybe maybe we're misreading it. True. Um, but also Pixar, they don't they did Mon- Monsters University. Like they'll do ones that it's like this is just what it is. They'll make, but <laughs> they'll also they'll make cars. Yeah, they'll make cars three. They will make bad movies sometimes. Sometimes it just yeah. not every. Not every movie is good. I don't know. I also, I hate to like, I hate to have this idea, but since they've been bought by Disney, I do always imagine there's like one Disney exec in the brainstorm room and every now and then they're like, all right, let's just do his idea. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know like when they first were bought, Disney was right, like, now the, you're going to give us a million sequels and they're like, okay, it's, okay. It's, Jesus the, it's Christ. the John Peters in the room. Yeah. We need, yeah, a, we yeah, need yeah, a big metal out. spider. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Fuck it. Fine. Fuck. We'll do. All right. We'll do that one. We've had a lot of hits lately. Let's just get that over with. Um, <laughs> it does look fun. Like it does it, look fun. All the characters are like Pixar-y characters, and yeah. that's always good. Yeah. They're, yeah. I. I feel I think, like these are the ones that kids like more too. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's I think what my takeaway with this one is. This is the first trailer I've really felt like. Oh. I have now officially like lost touch with Pixar because they've found their roots again or they keep searching for the roots. They stopped writing, you know, the Toy Story 4s and stuff for us mm-hmm. and uh, they've reverted back to their original like kind of premise as a studio, which is good. 
but I am now out of that market. I am out of that, you know, finding those films interesting. I still am going to be there for the quality if the quality persists. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. You know, and hopefully it's it like will Pixar hasn't even been like I was a teenager when Toy Story came out. So it's like, right, right, it's right, not right. even like I was that little. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's less about, it, it, yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's but less that's about time that it's you're not, reflecting on your youth. I don't spend yeah. a lot of time reflecting on my youth anymore. Yeah, for um, sure. For sure. Yeah, that's accurate. But yeah, I'm definitely, I know what you mean. I'm not, yeah, I'm definitely not saying our observations aren't valid. Um, but I do think that if I worked at Pixar, I wouldn't listen to us. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, we're, that's we're, what it is. We're not the people. Like, no. Yeah. No. Bunch of adult film nerds. Like, mm, I wish you had more of a meaning. It's like, shut up. Shut up. We're God. making movies for kids. Yeah. The kids like it. At least it, also, at, this has. Yeah, this has more than like your average, I don't know, illumination movie. Right. This mm-hmm. also has an extremely diverse cast. Yeah. They're not whitewashing the voice actors. Um, it, it's like, you know, like fucking shut up us. But yeah. still. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. uh, 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 <laughs> I do think it's all valid. Midnight yeah. Midnight Special is the Michael Shannon movie, not Kimmy Shelter. No, there's Take Shelter. Take, Take Shelter. shelter. Okay. The one and where then he, there's Midnight Special. Midnight Special is the one where he's on the run with he's his got a kid. Boy. Yeah. 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 Take Shelter is another one where it's like, is he imagining it or not? Right. Yeah. And that's then there's the, the Harvest, which I'm not going to tell you guys what that's about if you haven't seen it. Uh. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's just watch that movie. Sure. Let's just movie. silently watch the Let's harvest. Let's do that together. instead of the rest of this. Let's stop yeah. the podcast. Okay. Let's just watch the harvest, dude. So we have a teaser here for Halo the series. Yeah, oh Master God. Chief's back. I don't know Woo! anything about Halo. <laughs> Damn it! I was hoping someone else knew about. I've never played Halo. I've gotten. I've gotten not much. I, know, I can't. I can't tell you much. Oh God! Why are we talking about this? It's got Master much. Chief. I know That's, it's. I know that it's. This show has been in develop. Like it, this show was originally supposed to uh, come out on uh, Xbox 360. Oh, well, not at 360. Plus Xbox One is where it came. Wow. It was being developed with Steven Spielberg. Uh, it was as an original series. That uh, is also that. weird to me. Yeah. But okay. It's uh, if you remember back when Xbox One and play- PS4 came out, they both launched with their own like television uh, apps. I do basically. I remember that. Uh, and How'd that work out? It didn't, Dave. It didn't at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the writers of one of the Fear Street movies. Um, sure. Also, the writer of the Beaver. You guys remember the. I do remember the beaver. I do not. Uh, That's the Mel Gibson, Jodie Foster directed film that came out right after all the racist stuff. Um, Oh, cool. (laughs) It's it it feels like it's the it's it's what resulted in a lot of footage of Jodie Foster defending Mel Gibson because I feel like it was like I just made this movie. Just made. I just want this movie to go well. Yeah. um, Oops. But. I guess I'm wondering if they're going to do like a Mandalorian sitch with this because Master Chief seems extremely boring, right? Like, seems like generic space marine who says yeah. yes to stuff and is really good at shooting. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. a he's a yeah. I know he's like a he's engineered super soldier. He's he's like larger than normal mm-hmm. people. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's portrayed in this television show by Pablo Schreiber um, from and Den that's, of Thieves, and that's all I can tell you. Yeah. 
Um, uh, so we're the, like the worst people to be talking. I mean, I'm not yes. against. I'm not against it at all. I'll watch this show. <laughs> I don't N- give a neither shit. am I. I'm not against I'm anything. I'm just like <laughs> don't know what. I'm I just don't, like yeah, yeah. I don't know anything. I don't. I mean, I can't the teaser is literally just shots of Halo yeah. stuff, and then it like or what I perceive as <laughs> Halo stuff, and then the AI. I assume because it's, it's like a space thing, you know, an AI is like hello. Master and it's Chief. a it's a halo because there's like a sp- they're like on a ring. I know like the a set, halo, right? Yes, yes mm-hmm. I know that because th- yes. I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, yeah, no, no. I'm with you guys. Where I'm neither I'm neither like extremely hyped or not hyped. Mm-hmm. I will watch it, and yeah. then if I like it, I'll keep. I watching will continue it. watching it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if the fans are like, "This yeah. is the best thing," I uh, good. It like might, you know what? I hope I. It, you know what? I hope Halo fans love it. It might be that that the, the League of Legends show Arcane that just came on Netflix is getting mm-hmm. like crazy good reviews from nice. every really? every. Yes, it's it's apparently quite I good. I hope I do live into the era where it's like video game co- conversion to live action or to animation storytelling. It gets fucking really good. I mean, they're and then all they're that IP opens hiring up. like the same number of writers to to mm-hmm. pull off video games as they do for a TV show. So it stands to reason that you know, because how great would it be that we're old men, the three of us in our joint, you know, like elderly mm-hmm. home, and like all the young kids <laughs> gather around and they're like, all, all we're gonna hear a story on the beach that makes and us we're like, old. yes, and we're like, let me tell you about a time when there was video game movies like Doom and <laughs> Super Mario and they're like those movies suck grandpa those are the worst movies that's the real shit there cause then they'll have that's like that's what we had to watch cause then they'll have like fuckers eight, eight seasons of the fucking Witcher and it's like up for Emmys and shit mm-hmm. you know that's what I'm looking forward to yeah yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, no, I, that's the future I want. Yeah, that's Thank the fu- yeah. that's the future liberals want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Halo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna swoop in and nitpick a little bit there. The Witcher show is based on the novels. <clears throat> okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. You nerd. Yeah, it's a totally separate nerd. license, Abe. All right, it's fine. <laughs> just after the podcast, I'll just beat you up then. Yeah, <laughs> that's when I'll beat you uh-huh. up. I'm a bully. Um, You're a nerd. It's how this goes. It's true. That's true. It's, a, <laughs> that that's, is, that's it's the, the natural order. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we can't upset uh, the balance. You can't that's, be yeah. right that's probably and not in the beat fucking up. Witcher. <laughs> right. What's the next one? Give us the uh, goods. It's the best one. It's the best film. This is the trailer for oh, Dog. Right. This looks delightful. Yeah. Starring... Uh, Starring and also I'm and now learning. Directed by. Directed I by cannot Manning believe Tatum. you left Co-directed. that out of the notes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's it's directed by Channing Tatum and the producer of Magic Mike. Sure. And, and let, me, let me just Magic Mike, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Channing Tatum is like he's I think he might be uh the reincarnation of Buddha. Sure. Okay. I have no yes. evidence to suggest Let's otherwise. Go. Look, he just wants to make us happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, like Magic Mike, I love those movies. They're the most low stakes films ever made where they're just like, we're just hanging out and then we're going to go to this party and then we're going to hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I guess the first one the first is one's kind of pretty dark. Stakes. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Um, but the sequel is just like, hey, we're just hanging out, yeah. having fun. Third, the, the, second, the sequel is just vibes, man. 
just vibes. Yeah, the, and this trailer feel this this is the same where they tell you the entire film and it's like, what are you gonna do? Not watch it now? And it's like, no, I'm gonna watch Sounds it multiple like delicious. times. Delicious. Yeah, you know where the dog's going. You know what's gonna happen with that this yeah. dog. Yeah, he's you like a, gonna... he's like a, he's trying to get back to the army and he's got to transport this uh, this this army dog that has. PTSD mm-hmm. and stress across country, and it's about him bonding with this dog, and it looks yeah, they're delightful. Gonna, they're gonna yeah. and it, cure the shit out of each other. It's gonna mm-hmm. be great, and it seems to have like an added thing where like it's yeah, it's gonna be about PTSD in general. I feel like um, mm-hmm. that's yeah. gonna be on top of it, and yeah, it's just the trailer is just like showing the entire movie, um, just him doing all just going on this adventure. With the dog, um, it it looks it, it looks fucking I yes. Don't know. It's chock full of scenes where they're like, ah, this dog is too much to handle, and then mm-hmm. other scenes where it's like, ah, oh, this dog is so cute, and it's yeah. gonna and then there's gonna be heartstrings because it's like, ah, this dog, his owner is dead, and there's no place in the world for this dog, and, and then like and, a, and then uh, Channing Tatum's gonna be like, if there's no place in this world for this dog, then there's no yeah. place in this world for me either. And if you yeah. look at the comments just on YouTube, it's you know, pe- I don't have a dog, but people who have dogs will fight anybody <laughs> for yeah. their dogs, and you know what? That's what this. Uh, that's what this comment section is. It's just like I will fight anyone who hurts this dog. This right. dog is the best thing ever. You know, it's just it's people literally are here be, for the dog, and it's it's dog gonna movie. be yeah. It's gonna be Turner and Hooch. It's just like oh, this fucking dog. I'm annoyed by this dog. I love this dog. Thing. They're gonna try to take away my dog. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fight for the dog. Yeah, and now I have the dog. It's gonna. It's gonna I, I'm imagining sweet. there'll be a moment where he'll like give the dog away, and they'll have to walk away, yeah. and it's like the music will swell. Like Harry and the Hendersons, yeah. Yeah, and he'll like go to the <laughs> airport, and then he'll have to run from the airplane to go kiss the dog. God, what if it ends up being romantic? Yeah. What if they do like a thing between a bunch of they little, bunch of little Channing puppies at the <clears throat> end, little little puppies yeah. with Channing heads? There yeah, you go. Marvel he prob- hired he Dave won't to write sex movies. with the dog. I'm just he trying might, to thin Dave. my competition. He might. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I, uh, if that's where you want the movie to go, I. Uh, why would you? Why would you say that, Dave? That's ruining your brand. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, I don't know if anybody needs to hear this. It's the cinematographer of Drive, doing the cinematography for. I just randomly clicked on the cinematographer. It's really good. Dog. Drive or Drive is. Really good yeah. cinematography. Yes, it's so. going to be like a, a magnificently <laughs> shot film about friendship and bonding and, and the importance yeah. of found family and belonging Sign and shit. Me up. Fucking perfect Sign film. Me up. So fucking bring excited your dog. For dog. Yeah, bring, bring your dog. Bring your fucking dog. dog. So yeah. I think this is the most hyped movie in all of Hypecast history. Probably, yeah. Easily. Just, no, I'm more excited for this than any of the other trailers on this list. Fucking Channing Tatum and a dog. Channing Tatum. He can do it all. It's he a can slam do it dunk. All. He can do the fucking dramas. Mm-hmm. You know, he the can dramas, do the fox catchers. The fox catchers. Yeah, and then he can do the magic mics, and he can do the fucking dogs. Yeah. Uh, I, it's so, like, I he disappeared a little bit. And so, like, it's also just, like, really nice to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just it just makes me so happy. If you told me that MGM Studios... Hard 
like had an algorithm, like the same algorithm for Netflix that decided that David Fincher and Kevin Spacey were the thing that everyone wanted in the day before House of Cards. Right. If MGM Studios had one and they were like, Channing Tatum, a dog, I believe you. Yeah. Um, I want to note that t- his next two movies are called Lost City of D and Pussy Island. And I really hope they're they're related yeah, to they're each other. Yeah, they're companion pieces. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's like it's like the wrestler in Black Swan. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, Just Don Juan DeMarcoing it up in both yeah. movies. <laughs> Just, just having sex with everybody. Yeah. It's like, what are the what's next for Channing Tatum? I want to talk to his agent because his agent's probably the mastermind here. It's just yeah. like Channing. All right, here's how we go. You're gonna have a movie with the dog. Everyone's gonna love you. They're gonna think you're you're wholesome and perfect. Then we get to the real smutty stuff. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Then you start just, fucking. It's just you fucking everything. Sucking right. dicks, doing it all. <laughs> just like, yes. Yes. I, I should coconuts and holes. Yeah. I do want to note Pussy Island is directed by Catwoman, as in hey. Zoe Kravitz. Oh. Uh, yeah. So now I don't know anything about that movie, and I'm, I I want to see Neither it. Neither do I. I'm already mm-hmm. intrigued. Yeah. yeah. Already intrigued. Tatum. Man, the taters. Oh, taters that's right. I think they're an item, dick. right? Wasn't there a picture of them walking down the street and he was oh. riding a bike? Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. good for it's them. It's a fucking incredible good picture. For them. Yeah. This is great. This yeah. is all great news. This is, a, this is the kind of thing we like to hear on Hypecast. Let's get to the last trailer. All yes. right. This is the. This just dropped today. Mm-hmm. Pam and Tommy. Yeah. This is a trailer that. The moment they were like from the director of I, Tanya, I was like, oh, I'm now interested in this. I was not until those oh, really? words yeah i don't care about either of these real life people well i was interested because of all the people involved like it's produced by uh rogan and goldberg and then obviously uh, i forget the director's name but it's the itania director and then all the actors involved like it's sebastian stan oh, act- yeah and lily, lily james, james as nick uh, offerman yeah nick offerman seth rogan as the guy that fucking steals the sex tape Nick Offerman and Seth Rogen, perfect casting. They're, they're incredible. <laughs> like this, this, yeah. this trailer looks so good. <laughs> it's a series. I know. That's what I did not know, and that blew me away. I'm guessing it's a mini series. Yeah, right? it's got to be. be limited it's like series. six yeah. episodes yeah. or something. Yeah, that's um, what it is. Yeah, you can't do multiple seasons of this. Just like, no. Or could you? I uh, mean, you could. Probably not. No, not with this star power. But mm-hmm. yeah, for for you youngins, this is about the time that uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's sex tape was uh, stolen from their safe in a by a burglar who was portrayed by Seth Rogen in this film. <laughs> yeah, and then sold and put on the internet. Put on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing it's eight episodes because that's uh, Lily James and Sebastian Stan are cast for credited for eight, eight episodes. episodes yeah makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. then yeah okay so verification uh, on that uh yeah i mean i remember when this the photos came out uh for this project a few months ago where everyone was losing their mind because they were like lily james looks exactly like pamela anderson mm-hmm. and i still have to say that that like that ha- that luster has not worn off 
No, when I, I like it. Really, is impressive. Like the, yeah. the 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 makeup work and everything in this in this project is really impressive. Even uh, Tommy Lee looks good. Yeah, especially Stan looks real good. Yeah, yeah. I also he's say a, he's, um, he's a little oh, too yoked, though. Tommy Lee was like a little skinny. He's scrawny but muscular. But he's yeah, tall. I, yeah, he's, he's tall. Sebastian Stan, who even obviously he's also in I Tanya playing Galuli. Uh, yeah, plays a real real good that. dummy. He plays a good dummy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, here's, yeah. here's what I appreciate about this is that they're clearly kind of like I Tanya, uh, like a lot of this, what this person does. Um, there's it's always like a kind of a over the top portrayal, right? It's a little cartoonish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gillespie, um, isn't that his name? Craig Gillespie. Yes. There. Uh, who also directed The Finest Hours and Million Dollar <laughs> Arm? Mm-hmm. He's got a weird career. Uh, but what I was getting at, he also directed the Fright Night remake, which is great. I love it. Um, is that he does know he does know who to aim at, and what I mean by that is like. Uh, they're clearly making Pamela Anderson a human who is sympathetic. Like, who is like, right. they're doing that that shot where he's like, I'm on that tape too. And she's like, not like I'm on that tape. Mm. And shit, stuff like that. Yeah. Where he, They're clearly aware of where they need to be pointing their lens in a very specific way. Well, yeah, that's uh, right. For sure. And then just in general, putting it from... You know, obviously, uh, aiming at her, as you're saying, is is the correct instinct. But just framing it from their point of view in general, I think, was a good idea. Because at the time, it was just such a circus of a story. And, like, no consideration was paid to how yeah. a huge of a, of a violation of these people's privacy this is. Yeah, it's right. similar to the American crime story exactly, impeachment, yeah, exactly. where we're kind of retelling stories from the '90s and being like, "How fucked up were we? Yeah, we were so fucked up. We were real we, pieces of shit this. about yeah. this. Yeah, uh, and that's the stuff I like. Yeah, <laughs> that's the goods. Yeah, yeah. Point it right at us and say you're you're a piece of shit. And that's the reason society. to. That's the reason to do movies like this and the crime yeah. story and I, Tanya. It's to like, there's a perspective to this story that we did not get when this was right. a, new, a news story. Yeah. Going back to something like W, that was the problem where yeah. it was like, there's nothing new here. You're just, yeah, you're just sort of punching the wall. And so like something like this, it's, it's, it's vindication in a way. I mm-hmm. hope, I don't know how Pamela Anderson and, um, and Tommy Lee feel about any of this, but I hope that's the idea here because the trailer certainly seems to frame it that way. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, and they made Rogan and Offerman just like the slimiest dude. Yeah, just real yeah, they, scumbags. Yeah, real, they, real fucking scumbags. They're putting it all on them. It's like yeah. fuck these guys. Yeah, they're scumbags. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, all the frames of them in the trailer are absolute scumbags it's amazing (laughs) their hair everything every goddamn choice that they've made oh my god yeah it really is it really is a great casting um yeah 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 Yeah, man stuff good stuff fucking this and dog those are the big winners today yeah 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 yeah. i put them last for that reason i knew we'd uh, we'd go out before our news story and right before that one though Halo, Halo! Just want Halo! You to 22 seconds of Master yeah. Chief's bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got stars. Order him. Yeah. yeah, he's all fucked up. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
Um, all right, news stories. Let's do news stories. Yeah, let's but do first, it. we got some more people to thank. Uh, thank you to Menashevitz Molotov says, The spice must flow, comrades. Woo. Thank you to E.T. the Extravagant Terrestrial. Mm. Thank you to Cody Johnston's Time Machine Noise. Mm. Thank you to Pete for Pagel. Thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Woo. Thank you to subscribe to Jason Pargin's Substack. Thank you to the Midnight Patron with Patrons at Midnight. Yeah! All right, let me soup in here. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you to Andrew Thank you. McAndrew Howe Guire Howe. Thank, Thank you to you. Vincent with a Y. Thank, Thank you to you. Rev MD. Thank, Thank you. you to Dr. DNA. Thank, Thank you. you to Lauren Gucci. Thank, Thank you to you. Bootler Bootlison. Oh, thank you. Woo! Yeah. So, uh, new Reno 911 movie. Hunt for yeah. QAnon. I mean, sure. Yeah? I watched, I recently rewatched all the old Reno 911s, and, like, there's, I, I watched that back-to-back with, like, Strangers with Candy, and they're both, like, of their time, mm-hmm. and still very, very funny. Um, uh, And so, yeah, fucking... I, I hope we get to see the Quibi show at some point. Uh, I did think, anybody, did that see the light of day anywhere? Yeah, it's <laughs> on Roku now, right? Roku bought up all the Quibi stuff. Oh, but I think, delightful. I think this is, because if you notice on the poster for this, like the QAnon is like covered up. Like it's 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 clearly pasted on, on top of something else. So I wonder if that's an oblique Quibi reference since they both begin with Q. <laughs> Oh, interesting. <laughs> that is. That they're is coming for Quibi, being the <laughs> subtitle, because they say they're coming for Q. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is also Paramount Plus, so mm-hmm. Halo and Reno 91911. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, back and back to back. Back to back. Uh, back to back. I am. Um, I'm hesitant. Yeah, about I don't know. This one, to be honest. And it's coming soon. It's coming about- in like December. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. about to say the same thing. The the QAnon stuff. It feels like uh, you're 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 just grabbing the thing that yeah. will get everybody's attention. <clears throat> I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, they even have um, on the poster the QAnon Viking. Yeah, and like uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be I'm weird gonna, I'm gonna to see have these to... characters. And they're going to be talking about the rarest peppies, and I'm going to have to see a trailer. Uh, I'm going to have to see what they have to say about it, and like, you know, it's, yeah, it's that thing. But I'm, it's like I'm worried. I get Reno Nine One One. It's kind of like when they did the X Files revival, and they knew to address like that Mulder wouldn't be great with the internet, and so like. Reno 911, I haven't watched the new series, but after everything that's happened with cops and and the QAnon and, like, there's certain characters in that that are clearly, like, conservative. Like, they never shied away from the idea Mm -hmm. that they were bad, abusive cops in the original. Right. But it's, like, that's a lot of stuff that I feel like they're going to have to address. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so it's, like, I sort of, I do get it where it's, like, take it head on. Uh, yeah, but I I am very like I I just I need to see a trailer or something. I mean, here. it's definitely in tune with like the kind of the other thing is that Reno Nine Nine One was always meant. <clears throat> I'm not saying that anyone who's into QAnon is trashy, but you know, <laughs> there's there's something to be said about like the contestants. Like I don't know why contestants the the people who were uh you know like. Uh, 
on like the the supporting roles on all the episodes of Reno 911 like you know it's like they're always playing someone who's like white trash or something like that yeah which is mm-hmm. you know what we kind of so it's like there is kind of uh kind of similarities no. there but again it's it's like yeah how can they not address it? how can because they not it, address it is it? that it's yeah the people that the 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 world that they're in would very much mm. have QAnon stuff involved mm. yeah it's just um and there's a lot of trust that i have with this cast and you know writing crew yeah uh, because reno 91 was is legendary uh so i'm gonna you know good faith kind of assume all right this will be fine but it is a big offer uh, yeah. And they're kind of embracing the offer as if to say, like, uh, we're not going to act like at all that this is this could be a bad decision because you don't market things that way. But like it, I'm sure there's a lot of hesitance and worry, but they mm. did go ahead with it. So the the minefield that is these topics and trying to make a comedy uh, with these characters who, like you mentioned, Dave, are like two decades old, you know, almost like they're yeah. from a different time, so it's kind of a time capsule in its own right. Uh, is it going to work? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it, it feels like this is going to be, hopefully, a very dated movie later on, right. too. Like where people, you know, hopeful again, hopefully in like thirty years from now, are like, "What the hell is even QAnon?" Um, hopefully, yeah. Well, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I, I yeah. I I don't know, man. The the trailer or the plot that I'm reading is that they go on a hunt for Q and accidentally get stuck on a QAnon convention. That's what they're going. That's that's the premise. Hmm. So it's they're stuck on that boat with a bunch of Q people. Um, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll wait know, and man. see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, um, man. Speaking uh, of, I don't know, man. man. Netflix is making a comedy with Randall Park, and that's cool. That's cool. Um, about the last blockbuster, and that's not cool. <laughs> that makes me feel. That's really that makes funny. me feel really gross, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, blockbuster. yeah. You guys specifically annihilated Blockbuster, and now you're like, oh, what about a Blockbuster show? Yeah, and you know they're gonna be like mm, that nostalgia for Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. You guys remember? Oh, mm-hmm. those were the days. It's, and it's like yeah, until cards. you fucking killed. It's them. the same as all like the movies that made us. It's like oh, you mean like the special features we used to get on the DVDs that you fucking annihilated? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels like they're puppeting the corpse of yeah. Blockbuster. Uh, it's set in the last Blockbuster. Um, and that's also like they're gonna. I mean, be that store is still open, that, so I right? mean, yeah, uh, and I'm, hopefully I'm sure it helps those people. I was about to say, I'm sure they're very happy about that. Yeah, yeah what are you gonna say, press. Abe? I'm sure they're gonna nod to it too, because it's Netflix. Netflix has mm-hmm. done that kind of thing before. They kind of have the same kind of humor about themselves, seemingly at least in their properties, as like I don't know, 20th Century Fox does. Right. They're fine with being made fun of or seen as like the suits or whatever. There's right. been Netflix jokes on Netflix. So they're going to definitely be like, oh, I'm just going to Netflix it. And then, you know, something's 
someone yes. says something like you, you can't you can't use netflix what the f- what the fuck are you doing this is blockbuster blockbuster for life you know it's going to be something like yeah that. it's going to be isn't it funny how we killed blockbuster? yeah exactly and yeah. It, it does feel like morose in a way you're right there's like a a sad it makes me think of that you know like old quote about you know, like how, <laughs> how, how, like, uh, it's left with a, you know, history is written by the people who are left, you know, <laughs> like that's Netflix yeah, what, writing their history if they want to. Here's what I will say also. Uh, fuck Blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, we have, sure. we have nostalgia for it, but they sucked. I mean, I like have, they, I have nostalgia for video stores, but yeah. I know that's what, mean. that's what I was getting to is that. I have the thing the thing that actually made me sad was there was an indie video store where I live. They had a basement that was filled with foreign films, cult films, all these films you'd never find anywhere and you still can't find. And you just go into the basement and you grab something and go, this looks interesting. And that's how I got into filmmaking. Uh, And then guess what? They couldn't exist anymore, along with the indie theater that couldn't exist anymore. That's the shit that stings. Yeah, it really uh, stings. I've gone to in LA. It's probably an LA problem too. Uh, they still have some of those video stores, right? And they're really cult. Because yeah, they have to only exist in big cities. They only now, right? can tailor to like a few customers who will spend a lot more money just to have the old media. And I was just like, and I, I've spent time watching movies in my life. I know a thing or two. I'll go in and I'll talk to those guys who are behind the counter or whatnot, and they're they're such assholes. <laughs> like they really are the whole experience. Oh, of course. And I just love that idea that they just got they got an, just absolutely decimated from a like culture and from a financial standpoint. It's just a non-starter those things, and they just became bitter. <laughs> It's oh yeah, just such a sad kind of. Death I would argue they're all. Stores. They're always bitter. Like yeah. every indie. I guess, like, yeah. I love every indie. indie thing, I love but them. But like they're always, every they're always pricks. Was, yeah, yeah. It's, it's especially toxic. <laughs> they're always now. elitists. Yeah, they're always yeah, real toxic. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like no, no. You're not just doing one shade of elitism. You're doing like three or four. Yeah, it's like like we're not like other theaters. We're gonna do this yeah. and require that and this. Uh, and it's like, uh, man. Yeah. You're exhausting, but still, I miss them. I miss them. Yeah, yeah. Today they're like the leftorium now, where it's like you have to you you know Ned Flanders store, um, right? Like you can't just like open one of those. You have to be in L.A. where there's enough like, humans who are just to yeah. like. So like now the last video stores feel like that's where they are, right? Yeah, they're novelties. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know. Randall Park, so cool. Yeah, I'm into that yeah. aspect of it. I, uh, by the way, that indie video store that I grew up with, after like, like the height of Netflix, I went in and applied for a job, and they laughed at me, not because they were being pretentious, because they're like, dude, we're not gonna be here in a month. Like, yeah, it's adorable that you think you think <laughs> this, this is, a, place is a, job. To get a job. You walked into a graveyard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's sad. It's sad that yeah that happens but you know is this not better that's what i'm saying is that like for uh, for progress to happen 
things that we love do have to go away. Yeah. Right? Like, that's just how progress that's how, happens. That's how, that's how the world works, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how the world works. Um, and so you have to accept it. And it is bittersweet. But, yeah, personally with Blockbuster, I'm like, I, I have no, I have no like, nostalgia or love for Blockbuster. They always kind of sucked. They were where I'd go when I couldn't go to other mm-hmm. video stores because they were a nightmare. And then when they when streaming happened and stuff, they didn't change. They didn't they didn't do anything. They like tried at the last minute. I yeah. remember, and it was like too late, bro. You didn't you didn't look at you know you didn't figure out what was going on. Yeah, all the things you're talking about, like moving on and how like things need to die for progress. These are all going to be themes in this comedy you know like which makes it all like it's going to be probably a heartfelt examination of these kinds of things about what it means to be the last of something and how blockbuster quote represented something but progress marches forward and it's just funny that we write stories about that too Mm -hmm. like it's this Uroboros that makes me laugh every time yeah I do think a lot of problems in this country come from people having that trouble. Uh, you know, like stuff like yeah. moving to renewable energy and stuff. A lot of it's very practical. It's like people who are like, I need a job. Like, if you get rid of my industry, then I need a job. But like, there is the, that emotional aspect. So may, if it does address that, that's that's actually the way to go, right? I think that's the way to go if they want to be honest. Uh, yeah. I think it will probably start off as just a, haha, remember Blockbuster? I was going to say, it's probably going to be that thing, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of the future, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, uh, Miramax is suing Quentin Tarantino over Pulp Fiction NFTs. Sure. Um, yes. I don't, everything we just said about progress I don't think that's what NFTs are. Uh, maybe I'll eat those words, but no, it's a it's a MLM. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's another, an MLM, it's, it's, right? It's, yeah, that's it. It's an MLM, but it's grabbing people like Quentin Tarantino. Although that is the least surprising director, of course, to get into yeah. NFTs. <laughs> yeah, I was see, very surprised which, by which that director too. famously chases trends. <laughs> yeah, I. What's interest? The reason I included is why. What's interesting is that I, I've signed one contract about a script, and I remember this where it's that you get the right to publish your script. Like, you always retain yeah, the you, publishing yeah. rights of your script. If you want to make an anthology of your scripts or whatnot, you have all publishing right. rights. Yeah, if people ever wondered, like, they go to a bookstore and see a script, like, if you buy it, you're probably giving the screenwriter money. So that's yeah. that's something to keep in mind um, if you like that screenwriter. But that's what's interesting is that he wanted to do like NFTs of the script, I think. Yeah. And then and now there's a question of, well, does that cover the publishing rights? Is that publishing or is it something else? Miramax right. is saying it's something else. This is, I think, actually a more... It's it's so silly that it's Quentin Tarantino <laughs> and it, like it's perfect. It's everything perfect. is perfect because the world is so strange. But this yeah. is going to be like you talk to any IP lawyer and they are fucking losing their minds right now. Yeah. Like they are talking they're like this is like next level shit. This is like the new next 20 years of 
being a lawyer in IP law now <laughs> yeah. is like what because it's a re rehashing it's the real winners, they're gonna, there's right? going to like it could be this one or they settle or it could be like the next one or the next one but there's going to be something that completely changes the definition how ideas are transmitted uh, throughout the ether and yeah. how, whose ownership of what it's just always constantly evolving um nf nfts are it's true a part of that new the most recent trend of kind of talking about this but it's always been here you know it's right it like before before when it was just studios there wasn't publishing rights because everything was just the studio the writers were mm-hmm. everything you did was owned by MGM or you know whatnot? Right, like there was. They take no, it. They it, give you some cigarettes. Yeah, it only <laughs> took <laughs> our tours to come around to say like, no, we want a piece of the pie. It's a box and of crackers, like, kid. Get out of here. And you got like your Spielbergs <laughs> and your Lucases who really were like, we're going to work outside the studio system because of these very definitions. And now we're getting Tarantino, ever the. Uh, you know, fucking protagonist of all of our stories. <laughs> you know, he's the one who's going to be like, I'm going to be the guy who's going to be a part of the case that redefines what, like, rights rights to ideas and rights to scripts are. Uh, it's it's the, fascinating. Yeah, the internet definitely created that that big one where it was like, there's so many questions with streaming where it's suddenly like, oh, okay. Yeah how do people get paid based on this? Um, you know, it's, it's a new frontier with all that stuff. NFTs feel like a thought exercise for like legal students. Right. You know, like that's what it feels like. It's like, uh, what, the, what, like, <sighs> and, and yeah, they might not even be around, but they might change some laws, which is going to be weird. The, <laughs> yeah. The, the concept will be around, but like really, Here's the here's the weird thing about it is that the actual mechanizations of the now things like when VHS was a big thing VHS when DVDs were a big thing DVDs and now with streaming and Blu-rays on the way out like whatever is your current most popular methodology that like the populace is like this is how I want to view this is how I consume media these are going to be the things that actually matter and actually people get money from this case mm-hmm selling scripts as nfts like when we say miramax suing quentin tarantino we think of wow on one side miramax on the other side this guy quentin tarantino both names i know this doesn't matter it is non-real these there's no actual money being made here because the, the, the it's pennies compared it's to all, the actual rights of ideas which are being sold off to things like streaming that the actual place that it matters will never be talked about it is very funny how like in the age of the internet and it's going to happen more and more it's just very funny how every element in this is just something we've all made up yeah. Like it's a script for a fictional story mm-hmm. that that is worth uh, money that we made yes. up. That is that is worth these NFTs that are made up money. Um, like our movies, le- like baby. It's, it's the the contract. Everything. There's nothing actually all, real here. That's all movies, baby. It's everything. It's everything. It's everything. It's arguably everything. It's uh yeah. yeah it's fascinating, but this particular headline is more silly than it matters. <laughs> Nothing yeah. should matter, but it's it's I think it's because the people involved, the fact that it's 
like some so who is this nbc news nbc is like miramax okay people know that quentin tarantino okay people like that pulp fiction okay people know that nfts oh my god we gotta release this headline immediately <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thinking behind this uh, this yeah. fucking article it's just in general it's a real like rick and morty morty after burying his body moment like it's a real i'm living in the matrix moment um and that is the one good thing i think cryptocurrency and nfts have given us which is like a really good example of how we've made up the concept of currency in general Mm -hmm. and then they're putting these fucking monkey pictures on they're like this is worth something why because we've decided yeah yeah Yeah. because it's it's a saturation of things mattering it's like we get it yeah we get it yeah yeah, we've been uh, thinking about that since the internet created the idea of, like, an avatar or a digital identity. Like, with the metaverse and all the shit that's happening now, mm-hmm. too. It's like, there's so many iterations of this thought that it's no longer, to me, even though it's a fairly new thought, like, there's no... No one has really dug deeper than, like, Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... Re- no oh, one's yeah. really talking about these things. I'm sure people are. But, like, it hasn't hit mainstream yet. Like the yeah. idea of like privacy for a uh, digital, you know, identity, like that is something that actually would fuck your brain up a little bit of saying like, I, Abe Epperson, have my own privacy and rights, but my avatar on this website has its own rights and has its own personality and has its own bank account. Like these are concepts that I think NFT bros are like really like got a real big heart on for. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that, oh, yeah. that to me explains all the monkey avatars and shit. But like, right. this is just Quentin Tarantino wants to get more money. It's not that much money. Miramax doesn't want to give them money because they're a corporation. Here we go. <laughs> That's yeah. all this is. It's Cryptocurrencies is also, it feels like a game of chicken where no one wants to be that meme of someone saying the internet isn't going to go anywhere. And right. so, like, we're, we're seeing Matt Damon in cryptocurrency commercials. They're renaming the Staples Center. Uh, it was bought by Crypto.com. It it feels like it's a lot of people with a lot of money all of a sudden. Um, yeah, I don't before, Because man. something, we've introduced something that just hasn't been regulated yet. Yeah, that's and all so, it is. It's, it's stuff yeah, that it's, was already regulated in the past, but because it's in a new format, it's like the regulations aren't there yet. That's all it is. Right, and it feels like in five years, the crypto.com center will not be that anymore, you know? But again, it's this weird game of chicken where people are like, I mean, what if this is yeah. the future? Like, it's that it's the it's the idea that the internet felt like something that wouldn't amount to anything, and then became our entire lives. So it's like no one wants to be wrong again and get on the ground floor of these things. But my gut is just like it doesn't, doesn't feel sustainable. This doesn't feel like it matters. Yeah, yeah. it's promoting a conversation, but. Money also is made up. Why can't we have that conversation? Yeah. I don't know. We don't need to have it in like into the NFT stuff. I just thought it was fascinating given how like how legitimately insignificant this is. It is. Quentin Tarantino does not make money his money (laughs) from print publishing rights to his scripts definitely not not. nft versions of them 
Yeah. He's just being salty because he wants control, notices that there's an untapped market in terms of the the regulation of how these things are going, is realized pro- he probably had a meeting with his lawyer and was like, hey, you said you want to make NFTs. We could probably, you know, just take them from Miramax, <laughs> you know? And, right. And he was like, oh, really? Let's do it. that's what this is that's what this feels like but i don't know i don't know maybe it'll turn into a big thing that's that would be hilarious that'd be fucking hilarious (laughs) quentin tarantino will be the martyr which nfts what if this is our future nfts skyrocket (laughs) become the beginning of the nft wars the nft wars and quentin tarantino is the franz Uh, ferdinand of it all Oh He's the, yes, the Dread Scott of the NFT world. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then, of course, the amount of electricity it's taking. It's just so funny to me that we're supposed to be the people who are like, let's repair climate change. And then we're like, ooh, <laughs> NFTs. Ooh, NFTs. Fuck? Yeah, that's what the fuck. You that's guys? one legitimately damning aspect of all of the NFT things is you just that's can't justify thing. that. Cotton yeah. money is uh, so much better. Money is sustainable. Yeah. Digital, just digital currency. Although, like, uh, I'll ask you, most of your guys' money is already quote unquote digital anyway, right? Right. It's in a bank, but it's not really, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know where as it is. As far as I know. Uh, I hope they have like a little drawer with my money in it. I doubt that's, yeah. I don't yeah. think that's how that works. I hope this logic doesn't take us down the road that we're like NFT guys by the end of this because I legitimately don't Look, care. All my money I think is I, tied I think up I've already, I think I became an NFT guy over the course of this conversation. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, me too. And yeah. uh, I immediately am like, I don't care about myself anymore. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Okay. I stopped caring about me. Uh, okay. So we have more producers to thank, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, 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 ha ha. Big thanks to Tux. Thank you, Tux. <laughs> thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you very much. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you to, thank you to Space McNulty. Thank you to Oh Great, it's that guy. Woo. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you to Andrew. Follow Marina on Twitch and Patreon at Heartfist Brain McGuire. Thank you to AJ. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Let me swoop in here. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank you to Mrs. Voidus. Thank you to the ghost Thank of you. Dave Thomas. Thank, Thank you to Aaron you. Burser. Thank Thanks. you to David Knife Boot, Henson MBA CPA. Boot. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Thank you. Thank you you to Funky J. Thank you. And thank you to Pie Guy. Pie Guy. Pie Guy. Dave. Yeah. David. Dave. I know what you want. You want to ask me about NFTs. I want to ask you if you have an NFT that deserves (laughs) more hype. Do you have Mm. a portfolio of NFTs that deserve more hype? (laughs) I do. I do. Uh, this one is um, uh, this is a movie actually. Oh, NFT. damn it! All right, that's fine. Uh, it's called Beans, like small beans, Abe. Yes, I love beans. Or like that, or like that beans prank where I guess like, these are beans. These are beans. The beans. Um, no, this is <laughs> this is about out that. right now. That's right, a great. Video. Oh, I never forget about that. It's the best video. Uh, this is this is out right now. 
Um, it's getting great reviews for both audience and I had critics. not heard of it. Yeah, neither did I, and that's that's why I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, this is about a little girl named Beans. Everybody calls her Beans. She is a Native American and Canadian, uh, and she uh, exists in the '90s. I'm telling this so wrong. It's based it's based off a real thing that happened in Canada in the '90s, mm-hmm. where the Mohawk people were harassed because uh, they wanted to build on their land. Mm-hmm. And um, this is from the perspective of a little girl going through all that. It's not based. It's based off true events, but the little girl and the people don't exist. Um, this is directed by Tracy Deer. She is a Native American. She has made a lot of documentaries about Native American stories. Uh, and um, this is, I think, her first fictional film. And it just looks really fucking intense and compelling. Uh, there's, this isn't a horror movie. This isn't like a weird one. This is just like, seems like a really good movie that is out already. And I haven't heard shit about it. Uh, and it's called Beans. Yeah. Um, I, the trailer's really good. Mm-hmm. It looks super compelling. I love projects like this because they're like, oh, I recognize none of these actors, but the dialogue seems good, but the shots seem good. Like, this seems like a really competently made, like, indie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really does. It, um, I don't know. It, it, it just seems, yeah, again, really compelling. I think it's a, yeah, what I'm looking at, it's a Native American cast as well, which it would be weird if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just looks really solid. Um, it, it's a good reminder of stuff we're learning way too late in the game, which is, yeah, how, how, how recently these problems were happening and st- are still happening. Yeah, and continue to happen. Uh, yeah, and it and seems to, to it seems to be semi autobiographical for the director. Yeah, it's she's in the interviews and stuff. Have talked about how like she was this age when this happened. Mm-hmm. She wasn't involved in it, but again, she grew up um, on a on a, a Native American like uh, reservation and like has had. This is very much like her telling her story. Uh, through this fictional version and again the actual event that it's around is a thing that happened uh so it's sort of fucked up just looking at it from that where it's like wow i can't believe they were pulling this shit yeah but at the same time of course they were the 1990 oka crisis which Mm -hmm. is uh in oka quebec protesting the expansion of a golf course into native burial ground that's a super compelling yeah. start, you know, and I guess we're following <laughs> our film's heroine. It's some uh, real palpable horse shit. Yeah, some horse <laughs> right shit. It's like, oh, I, that the state is doing this. Fuck the state. I'm going to, in my coming of age film, uh, I'm going to be a part of these protests. And, and they're doing a very good job with yeah. like, the, the, the trailer is showing like, the, she's a young girl. She's like 12 it's like very much adventure kid like she's mm-hmm. like yeah i'm you know the world is great i'm 12 and they have a very specific moment where they throw like firecrackers at a bunch of people like counter protesting them and they throw back a fucking molotov and it's like yeah that sounds about right yeah things escalate people are throwing <laughs> yeah. rocks at cars you know it's like a whole deal it's definitely um, about losing your innocence yeah it's a coming of age uh, film from a perspective that we don't often get uh in in, in the mainstream movies 
I also got and the, again, there's probably a reflection about like the elders, uh, like the concept of uh, doing what is right. Like at one point, the mother like turns to beans and is like, "You you can't act that way. Like you like they will come at you so hard." if you uh, even get out of line even a little bit. And it's that kind of teaching, you know, the teaching of the youth of, like, the harsh reality of the world, dealing mm. with, you know, people who are bigots and hateful, you know? Uh, yeah. That seems like a really ripe kind of commentary for, even though this doesn't seem, like, huge and historical, like the civil rights movement, it's just about a golf course. Mm-hmm. It still has all the same stuff. You know, so oh, that, yeah. that's another thing I liked about it is it's like humble in its uh, in its smallness. Oh, um, yeah, because it represents a larger struggle anyway. Exactly. It's like it's just taking out one little sample from that. Uh, and of course, like this is why. Yeah, it's it, movies like this. The reason why we gravitate towards these stories is because they're they like just work for t- storytelling. Right. Yeah. Like they work naturally for those things. It's like, well, clear underdog. You want to see you know them succeed telling it from the point of view of a little girl is perfect in in my opinion because it just it's the most mm-hmm. heartbreaking perspective for something like this <laughs> yeah um I but will, i i also i, I shouldn't say it doesn't look like it's a tragic film no like it looks like it's a just a drama about this mm-hmm. i'm sure it has yeah, some sad kinda, stuff it's but. got a lot uh, up front, it's got a lot of humor in the same way that, like, Hunter for the Wilder People kind of has that vibe. Yeah. It's kind of got a uh, twee vibe. Yeah, it's a little, it's slightly twee. You're right. Um, not in the way, I don't, I didn't feel like it was in the filmmaking itself. But no, no. I don't think it was beating our a head over it. A lot of spunky it. kids. Yeah, it's very 90s, very, a lot of spunk, yeah. very charming, you know? Yeah. I so, will watch uh, yeah. it. Yeah, check out the trailer, people, or I guess it's streaming right now, so fucking do that. Yeah. 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 Beans. Yeah. Beans. And Beans. unclear when the NFT of the screenplay will be available, but obviously mm-hmm. keep your eyes open for that so you can get in on the ground floor there. You don't want to <laughs> miss out. You floor. don't want to miss out. No. FOMO. <laughs> Beans NFTs, folks. Um, yeah, that's a soda. <laughs> I believe we've done it. That's a wrap, baby. Woo! That's a wrap. An that's hour and uh, thirty-five rap. minutes. We fucking went long. We did. We did. Listen, we had a lot to say. We had a, a shocking amount to say about NFTs, and and <laughs> simultaneously nothing at all to say about them. Yes, uh, we had that. We had that across the board for a lot of things. Halo, yeah, Halo. Yeah. We, Talked for seven or eight minutes about, about twenty-two seconds of a Halo trailer. Yeah, <laughs> until we realized awesome. we weren't the we weren't the guys to even talk about this, and it was all a mistake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, everything, everything we do is a mistake. Abe, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your beautiful mistakes. Well, what, do you, what do you want to tell people? What do you got to plug? What, what, what's going uh, on, buddy? You know, same old, same old. Um, you go to patreon.com slash smallbeans, and Michael Swaim and I uh, have, a, have a thing going there with a bunch of other people, and we have guests like these two mooks. Um, and, yeah, we, just, we do the same thing that these guys do, um, slightly differently, with different voices. Different opinions, <laughs> slightly <laughs> different mooks, and slightly, slightly different, different mooks. If you're Just into if you're bit. into these mooks, 
check out these mooks. Uh, I didn't right. work because you can't see me. I pointed at myself. You get it. <laughs> you get it. I'm Abe Epperson. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm Abe. Have a great night, everybody. <laughs> Have a great night, everybody. That's my time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'll tell people about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. We have exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. And and, and then we, we do uh, podcasts with the Beans like Star Trek The Next Futurama mm. and Spielboys. Spielboys. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's all for five bucks a month. You get access to all of that stuff. It's great. It's a great deal. Yeah, man. Um, oh, geez. We also got a store. Head over to GameFleetUnemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where, you can, uh, where we have uh, uh, all a bunch of... Uh, fuck, I've, my brain stroked out. Where we have a <laughs> bunch of cool original artwork and designs that you can get on t-shirts, stickers, <laughs> posters, mugs, all kinds of things. So check that out. Check it out. short-circuited in the middle of that. <laughs> You're just like... You were just trying to be Sonic. You had to go fast. Right? Yeah, I gotta mm-hmm. go fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Um shit. Uh, that's I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye everybody. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.